Welcome to the St. Richard's Podcast Sermon of the Week. This week's message is given by the Reverend Kelly Jennings. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. Christ is bathed in light. Let us also be bathed in light. Christ is baptized. Let us also go down with him and rise with him. That was St. Gregory of Nazianzus writing in the fourth century, and today here we are still celebrating the feast of the baptism of our Lord with a brother and sisters willing to do just that, to follow Jesus by getting baptized. Sometimes we don't even quite know how it was we first started to follow him. But when we are ready to come into communion with Jesus and with the church, his family, we get baptized. Jesus was baptized at the start of his ministry, so we are baptized at the start of ours. The Christian journey begins at the baptismal font. Notice in the Gospel of Matthew today that John the Baptist is surprised by Jesus' request to be baptized. Just a little earlier in the same chapter, John has been making a big promise to those he's been baptizing. John tells them, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me will come one more powerful than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. But when Jesus shows up, he doesn't ask John to step aside. Jesus asks something of him. Now, Consider the scene. Two cousins facing one another, this time outside the womb. Recall the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth 30 years before this scene, when both women are pregnant, and John leaps for joy in Elizabeth's womb when Mary greets her. And Elizabeth, we're told, is filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, here, both men are in water again, this time the Jordan River, and facing each other again, we can imagine, and the Holy Spirit is present again. Jesus reassures his cousin, saying, John baptizing him needs to happen to fulfill all righteousness. Here, think of righteousness as meaning God keeping his promise. So, Jesus needs to be baptized so that God's plan can be carried out. God can keep his promise. John obeys. Here's a cool connection. Note that the Spirit descends on Jesus like a dove and rests on him. Think back to Noah's ark. When the dove came back with an olive branch in its mouth, Noah knew that the floodwaters had receded. So here now with Jesus' baptism, a dove reveals that the world's shipwreck is finally at an end. Restoration has begun. Our boat begins a turnaround when we decide to follow Jesus. Our boat begins a turnaround when we decide to follow Jesus. Everyone who goes through training for the priesthood usually does a hospital chaplaincy over one summer during their seminary years. 
I served at the Big City Hospital in New Haven, Connecticut for a summer as one of their chaplains, their chaplain in training. And you never knew, especially during times of being on call for the emergency room, what was going to be waiting for you behind the door. I had encounters with grieving families, traumatic, life-changing injuries, children with illnesses that they didn't understand, let alone their parents. And I had to face my own fear of entering those scenes of grief and pain and sometimes anger at God. I was afraid I wouldn't know what to say or that I would say the wrong thing or that the feelings in me would be so intense that I would not be able to hold it together for the people who needed my presence there. But a fellow seminarian told me something I got, that got me through the summer I've never forgotten. She said, no matter what you're called to be present to, Kelly, remember that Jesus is walking through those hospital doors before you. He's gotten there before you. He is there for those people you are going to, and he will be there for you too. And you may not need to say anything, but he'll be there for you. Well, I thought about Sunday morning services, how we all get a reminder of the way that Jesus goes before us because of the cross, the processional cross that we are figuratively all behind as the procession comes in. The cross goes first. Jesus always goes first. He will always enter a difficult situation first before you do. There was once a little boy who was afraid of the dark. One night, his mother told him to go out to the back porch and bring her the broom. The little boy turned to his mother and said, Mama, I don't want to go out there. It's dark. Well, the mother smiled reassuringly at her son, and she said, you don't have to be afraid of the dark. Jesus is out there. He'll be with you. The little boy looked at his mother real hard and asked, are you sure he's out there? Yes, I'm sure, honey. He's there. He's always with you, and he's always ready to help you when you need him. The little boy thought about that for a minute and then went back, went to the back door and cracked it open a little, and peering out into the darkness, he called, Jesus, if you're out there, would you please hand me the broom? <laughs> Baptism is not about staying there at that door. Baptism is about walking through it. Baptism is not about playing it safe, but it's about playing it trusting that he will be there wherever you go, that is scary or frightening. Baptism is about stepping out into that dark back porch and trusting that the one who defeated death itself will be there. So what's the dark back porch in your life right now? What's the dark back porch in your life right now? Is it a health issue of your own or a loved one? Is it leaving a job without knowing what's coming next? What's the door ahead that you're having a hard time deciding to walk through? Is it a new relationship to face or an old one that you have some responsibility to change? Or just simply having to confront a situation with a friend or a family member 
Is it about money? Is it about marriage? Have you been avoiding walking through that door because the thought of doing that is just too frightening or too painful? Got good news this morning. Jesus has walked through that door already. He's there on the other side waiting to help you when you walk through it. So even if your fear today is of death itself, remember that Jesus has gone before you. And he has walked out the other side into new life. Now, Isaiah 42, just a closing look at this stunning passage. This is the first of four servant songs that we get in the book of Isaiah. Take it home with you. Read it this week. It's just beautiful. And it's a meditation on not just words that Jesus would have read and known God was speaking to him, for we as Christians understand the servant in these servant songs to be referring to the Messiah, to Jesus. But as baptized people, as sons and daughters of God through Christ, we can read them and understand them as God's words to us. So listen, listen with some new ears this morning, new ears this morning. He says, I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. That's what's going to happen at that font. God's going to take you by the hand. He says, I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon. I am the Lord. That is my name. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Kate Sloan Colton, you and each of us, by our baptisms, are called out into a wide world that is filled with darkness and sickness and death. By your baptism, you are a child of the light. You are a reminder to the world that God keeps his promise, that there will be restoration because he will be there with you that there will be reconciliation because he will give you the courage to seek that out with others, that there will be rebirth because he will be there. So celebrate, we celebrate, church family, with you soon to be baptized as you are added to our number as the light of the risen Christ continues to shine more brightly because of these three lights being added to the light shining in the world shining in the darkness. And whatever we are afraid to face, may we be reassured that we are not alone, that our church family right here with you, and that the Good Shepherd will always go before us. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org. 